Good rainy decaf morning from Nashville, Tennessee. It is absolutely storming at my house. I, you know, I think I talked about this on one of the previous podcasts, but during a bad tornado situation, and I think it was December, January, a tree fell on my house. And now I think I have like PTSD of like when the wind starts blowing. And even though we're only in a very small window of potentially having a tornado, the straight line winds are what's absolutely freaking me out now. And so uh, I'll probably be hiding in my hallway with a bicycle helmet on my head for the rest of the day. So I don't think there's a tornado warning though anymore. There's not anymore, but there is, they did say straight line winds and that's what absolutely wrecked my house before so yeah but i think it's supposed to be like 40 miles per hour i don't think that will wreck your house it's not okay. like 120 so hopefully you'll be fine you just might you might hear some wind outside yeah i'm a little scared i'm gonna like scoop my grill it was so nice last night i grilled and the grill is kind of like out on the deck a little a little bit away from the house so i'm gonna pull it a little in a little closer so maybe the wind will block it and it won't get knocked over but our it's weather's not, been bipolar too. It's like freezing, then warm, and now it's storming. It's like all within like four days of each other. I know that would explain why my nose is just like so congested because the weather keeps changing and my body hates it. Um, let's talk about something exciting though that's going to happen next week. Um, the the state supreme court is going to hear the case about education savings accounts in Tennessee. So if you remember in Mark film fill in where I might be lacking a little bit in information, but when the ESA bill passed back in 2019, um, there was immediately challenges from Metro Nashville and Shelby County Schools, which is the two areas that the ESA program would be effective for. It's worked its way up in the courts, all the way to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court heard oral arguments, I guess it was almost a year ago now. It was really hot outside. I actually just looked at my, I just looked at my um, original press release. I think it was the, I think it was June 3rd or something. Yes. So I remember it was really, really hot. That's all I remember about that day. It was really hot, but um, they heard it way back then. And then unfortunately, one of the Supreme Court justices passed away. They had to put a new justice in that, in that spot. And so now the court's going to hear the oral arguments again. And, and, there's, and, and it's not the new Supreme Court Justice Sarah Campbell. It's some some person that they say, oh, I guess you're just for this case, you're like a fill-in. Right. But they had they still had to go through the whole process. And then she couldn't be involved in this one. So it's like a special, special judge for that. And uh, but I think it'll be exciting. I actually really enjoyed listening to them last time. I thought it was really interesting to hear what I perceive as the right side uh kind of kind of going through going through everything that the opposition was saying um and hitting every point and rebutting all of those points and I, I really enjoyed it so we'll be able to watch it next week on the 24th is that correct that is correct yep. on the 24th on tn courts it's a there's, there's a youtube channel devoted to the tennessee court system and you can watch these live and I'm sure, I, I'm sure all seven people watching will be, I mean, people who care about these cases, like everyone wants to see what happens, but nobody wants to actually watch the arguments, right? Like that's why nobody likes to watch C-SPANs. Like, yeah, I, I care about this bill, but I don't want to spend four hours watching the, the like how they make the, uh, basically how they make the decision. They just want to know what it is. So thankfully, Justin, and I mean, it's exciting for Justin. It's exciting for Jason. Not exciting for me, but I'm very excited to see what happens. Yeah, 100%. When I was in college, I used to, um, when I would like take naps in between classes, I would turn on C-SPAN in my room because it was just droning and it would just absolutely drown out any of the any of the the things that were going on outside my room, like girls talking, it was just like wah 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 wah, and it, and it would help me get to sleep. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is, I will say it's important. I'm not trying to argue that, but sometimes, man, if you're not really, really smart where you understand everything that's going on, it's just so boring. It feels boring. like when we listen to, yeah, when we listen to our legal team, just talk about stuff or like, I, I mean, I'm bored. I have no idea what you're talking about using all these words that I, all these legal terms, I know what they mean, but it's going to be a good thing. And I think this will be a little bit more exciting. And it's, I mean, it's a big deal because of the landscape right now where, you know, it's even when this case was filed or even when this happened two years ago, which is where it happened when the law was passed, educational choice is so much more popular today than it was then. And it was popular then, but like it's at this point where everybody seems to want it in the country. This is like the, it's kind of like the hot issue right now. You know, you had criminal justice reform for a little while. You had, you know, even right to try, but this is kind of the big issue that even people who might not originally be for this have come around mostly because you know some of the stuff that the crazier teachers unions in the country have done mm -hmm. but it's such a big deal with what's going on now that i think that it's a um, it's something that tennesseans are clamoring for it and I, we hope it turns out well um we thought that it, our you know our legal team did a great job the first time so hopefully it turns out well we're, we're kind of crossing our fingers we think it's constitutional it seems like it's constitutional so we just we just got to hope that it, it goes through I'm pumped. I can't wait to yep. see what they say. I know it's like really nerdy of me, but I actually really do enjoy it. I really enjoy the dynamics of how people interact in court too. I just, I mean, I could watch, I could watch court TV all day long, but that's a <laughs> I, like, I can watch like, I can watch like Judge Judy all day long. I don't know if I can watch court TV. Well, there's sometimes there's interesting cases in court TV where it's like if you watch the documentary or and like you're like, oh, this is actually happening. Like I was actually kind of interested. The guy's a, a trash bag, but the one guy his name's Jeffrey 98 Fiance. He's actually from Knoxville. And and he got 17 years in jail for basically like I guess kidnapping his ex-girlfriend. Yeah, it was crazy. But like when you watch these people on the show, like I, I can't imagine when oj simpson when that trial was kind of like i feel like that would have been one that was super interesting to me because it was such i remember a i remember there were so many that i remember like casey anthony do you remember that yeah i never really i, I didn't get she, into like that drowned her daughter that yeah, one was that. fascinating like there's so many that, right she was innocent or i mean i don't know if she did but she was not guilty right? i don't even remember honestly i just remember how guilty <laughs> sounds like it was a big case for you. you don't remember the outcome of it. i know i just remember how guilty she looked i was like quit trying to cry you did it anyway i just remember yeah. like scott peterson like there have been so many like yeah. high profile ones that i've watched on court tv over the years i can't get enough so that that would like if i know the person that you know what's going on it's like you're interested to see so it'll yeah. be exciting hopefully um the court you know moves it forward like they should I'm, I'm so excited. Uh, that'll be really good. Um, talking about moving forward, we might be getting an influx of Canadian truckers in the United States here soon. I keep seeing on Twitter, people are like, and even one of my friends said, if if the Canadian truckers drive through Nashville, I'm going to get a lawn chair and a case of beer and watch them and cheer them on from the sidelines. That is crazy. You know, you never think, and for people who don't know what's going on, basically the Canadian government is issuing all of these mandates, all of these COVID rules and everything. Emergency and like emergency powers he's doing. Yes, exactly. And the truckers are not having it. And they are protesting in the way that truckers do, which is using their massive trucks to draw attention. The Canadian government is trying to shut down their access to banks and money. People and cryptocurrency even. Yes, they're trying to shut down all of it. They're trying to stifle protest, which just tells you everything you need to know about if you ever thought about moving to Canada. And uh, no, um, they're just trying to stifle all of their, their freedom of expression. But gosh, I mean, it's getting wild up there. And then people are making fun of Justin Trudeau on Twitter and Twitter is silencing those people. Like things are getting crazy. 
I don't know if you've been following it like I have been. I haven't. I actually think I have a. I actually think I have a, maybe an unpopular opinion on this. Oh, no. Well, first of all, Trudeau is the worst. It's insane that he's doing. That's not unpopular. He's, everything he's doing is insane. Like it's. That's true. It's anti-democratic. All these. Sh I mean, it's you can't do that. It's it's it feels like anybody uses you know Canada as a as a perfect democracy can see this and be like no they're the opposite. I mean, it's a a strong man trying to basically shut everyone down who dissents with him. With that being said. I don't agree with the way that the truckers are doing this. I think shutting down roads is not a good way to go. And I think that I have the same opinion when Black Lives Matter, when those people shut down roads. And I think I to me, it's inconsistent to say I'm for one, but not for the other. Again, we can talk about what the, you know, both people say, oh, well, we're fighting for something right because you have opposite sides. But the point is, mm -hmm. I don't think, you know, getting the roads and being able to shut down uh, streets is a good thing no matter what. I think that I, I, protesting is great, but you should not be able to get in the way of other people's, you know, if somebody wants to use that road in Canada, they can't. If somebody wants to go to the hospital, remember the whole Chris Christie thing when he shut down that bridge. I mean, and you remember, I, I saw, you know, a number of people in America when they had the Black Lives Matter thing where people are like, I need to go do this. I need to get to work and I'm not okay with it. So yeah. I, of course, agree with what they're saying. I don't agree with the way they protested though. And I, I, it doesn't mean, I mean, Trudeau's response is worse and awful, but I don't feel, I feel sympathy because of what he's doing to them, but I don't agree with their form of protest. Um, That's this, literally you know, exactly what I was going to say is I'm wildly entertained. I think it's really inappropriate how they're doing it because it is going to cost. And they're trying. To, I mean, that's the only way they're going to get press. I understand. I understand everything behind us. I get it. Notice them if they're on just in the street, and that's the only way they can make it. But I still think that when you're when you're inconveniencing other people potentially, you know, exactly. and Black Lives Matter, we made a huge deal about, it and they shouldn't when they when they you know took on the, the highway national. Like this is awful. I don't care what you believe in. You should not be doing this. So I think conservatives need to be consistent and of course liberals too who are praising these people for doing this so just another example and obviously canada is not america but it's an example where both sides are okay as long as they agree with what the sentiment is yes i totally agree i think what they're doing is inappropriate i think that trudeau's response is even more inappropriate but that does not could, mean could you, I imagine if, could you imagine if trump called a, a state of emergency because yeah. of that and they said oh we're shutting everything down people on the left will go nuts and they stop and they stop allowing donations to black lives matter it would be an it would be insane it would be insane. And, and they think the other way, it's like, man, it, it's just both sides just being inconsistent, in my opinion, again. Um, and, and the overreach is insane. And I, I just can't imagine if Trump did that, they called him the biggest fascist and dictator in the world. Trudeau does not like, oh, good, good for you. But it's true that whatever is popular is okay. And, yep. uh, and I hate that. But I am wildly entertained by this mostly because it's not happening anywhere yeah, that yeah, affects yeah. It doesn't me. doesn't affect you fact, directly, so yeah. Yeah, I can be entertained by it. I still think it's wrong. I and I'm glad they're standing up for it, just I, that's not the way I would have done it, so. Exactly. No, I totally agree, but uh, we'll see if they if they roll through America. They've they've been talking about, I've, I've heard a lot of stuff on Twitter. I'm not going to be surprised if they get put in jail before that. Uh, I know. The way, the way Trudeau's going with this, I would not be surprised. I know. It's like that skit from Parks and Rec where he, where he talks about you breathe, you go straight to jail. <laughs> like, that's how Trudeau is, how Trudeau treating them or, or will be treating them here soon I'm afraid um let's talk about the Super Bowl what an exciting game people yeah. kept saying the game was boring I thought it was really exciting especially in the fourth quarter I was screaming and hooping and hollering I don't even have a team I don't even have a dog in the fight but I had a great time it was it was really exciting I mean it was a, it was a super impressive comeback for the Rams when you realize that 
they basically had none of their offensive weapons. They had one guy who was good and the entire, the Bengals basically just double team, triple team Cooper cup and nobody else could do anything. So like the idea that at that point, and they, they had that, you know, risky fourth down call, which is a Cooper cup reverse, which again, he should have not going to first out. It was a great move by him to get it. Like he yes. made an incredible move. So it was a great game. Um, it was the exact Super Bowl. I predicted the exact outcome Rams over Bengals. So I was happy with the outcome financially. Um, but it, it was really, uh, it, it was impressive because it was just like, the, the Rams defense was unbelievable in the second half. It was, just, it was good football. And say what you want about that, that, you know, Kansas City Bills game that everyone keeps talking about. Super exciting. There was no defense in that game. This was actually, there's a reason that these two teams were in the Super Bowl and not the Bills in Kansas City. It's because they play defense. It's because they play defense. Gosh, that is honestly, we, we talked about that. I went to a Super Bowl party, which I never do. And I actually stayed the whole time because people were in it. People were watching it. And I think yeah. that's like an indication of a good game is that everyone at the party, there was a TV in the kitchen for the talkers. And then there was the living room area for the watchers and everyone that was in the living room area was actually genuinely watching. It It was so much fun. Um, the halftime show, Mark, I know what you think of it. No, no, I, no, no. I, you, I don't agree with you. You don't know what I think of it. I thought it was fine. I didn't I dislike thought it. Was it. The best it was, 14 minutes of my life. <laughs> but like, okay. Everyone who says that everyone's talking about this. Oh man, it was such a great halftime show. Fine. It was good. You can watch them performing live on YouTube anytime you want. Like, like you can go back to like, why is this soup? I don't know why people care about the Super Bowl halftime show. It's just, there was just something about it, the electric energy in the stadium and how they had like the city kind of lineup and the, and the white little cars and all the dancers and everyone's performing together. Like the concerts too. Like, I, I don't, I, I don't understand this whole idea of it mattering. It's 14 minutes. First of all, there's too many artists. I don't care what you say. Like, if you want to hear somebody play, it's like, I want to hear five or six of their songs. Not like, oh, let's hear one song from um, 50 Cent. Let's hear, you know, two songs from uh, Eminem. Like, I just feel like you should have one or two performers. There's too many people. A super set of five of the artists that were so cool in the early 90s. That I thought that was incredible. Ten songs. They they sampled ten songs. Kendrick Lamar is like popular. I don't even understand why he was there. He's been popular for the last like five years. Like he's not part of that at all. Because he's amazing. No, he's not. He was terrible. I love Kendrick. He was, he was the worst one. I know people <laughs> like him, but like, but I don't care what you feel about him. He was not part of this era that everyone else was part of. So it doesn't really make sense why he was there. No, but he made it relevant to a different crowd. I think it was really smart that he was in there because he he made the show relevant to younger hip hop fans. That's not true. Any younger hip hop fan knows about Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. These are like the pioneers. Everyone knows about them and likes them or Eminem. Like there's no, you don't need to appeal to them. They have every like person there that appeals to them. Anybody no. who actually likes hip hop, Dr. Dre, they know. <laughs> You're not going to change my mind. I loved oh, I it. I thought it was incredible. It was I thought fine. It, it, it was I, I didn't dislike it. It was one of the better ones in the past five or six years, but I don't know why people care about Super Bowl halftime shows. Go pay money to see them in concert. Watch it on YouTube. It's not any better. You're watching it on television. You're not there. I disagree. I think it's so, so much fun. Oh, oh, you are there. You disagree on that. <laughs> no, I always look forward to the halftime show because I feel like it really is just a crowd pleaser. Like, it's just... They and and I actually saw a really funny tweet that said everyone who was born from 1985 to 1995 was watching the halftime show thinking, oh, I'm glad they didn't do Paul McCartney or Prince or someone for the old people. And then we realized well, Prince is dead, so they no, but <laughs> like from years ago, but it's like, and then we realized that we are now the old people, and this yeah. halftime show is directed toward us. For what it's worth, I thought it's fine. I thought it was one of the better ones in recent history. I just don't know why people care about the halftime show. And also commercials were also pretty terrible. Yeah, the commercials weren't great this year. We did um, a prop bets kind of thing at our at our party this year. And 
I got all the, you know, you where you do like, what's the first car commercial? What's going to be the first beer commercial? How many kids? How many babies? Whatever. I totally failed. Did how, not many do electric, how many more electric car commercials can we get too? I know. Yeah, it's it's getting it's getting a little bit old. They were interesting, you know, in 2005 when they first started doing electric car commercials. Now I'm bored. Yeah, and, it, and, and it's like that in crypto felt like everything. I'm so bored. They're they're, uh, they're it, it was nice though. I didn't get all the I didn't get all the virtue signaling commercials that I, I got last year's Super Bowl. So that was kind of nice. Yes, this was a lot better. People are actually trying to entertain instead of make political statements again, which I thought well, I think that's because their their political ideas are unpopular now. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I, I don't know that the defund the police type commercials are gonna be are gonna work super well right now. Right. I did like there were multiple commercials with robo dogs though, which I thought was funny. Yeah, I wonder what the, what the odds on that were more than the person with Robo Dog, probably like a million to one. I know. I'll, I need to take some random obscure bets about commercials next year because you really <laughs> never know what they're going to come up with. Um, so let's talk about uh, since since we just talked about how some of these electric car commercials are late to the game. Mark and I have been late to the game on a few things before, specifically television shows. Um, there have been some shows that have come out in the past that I'm like, I'm not going to watch that. It doesn't look like my taste and everybody won't shut up about it. And then I finally watch it and then I'm wrong because it is my taste. But and you're so, right. The, the, the point is though, it's not just because of your taste. It's because when the more people talk about it, the less I want to see it. The more people say, you got to watch this show. I'm like, no, you know what? <laughs> don't tell me that. I, I I'm, I'm going to dig in farther. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But I do tend to cave to popular opinion more often than you do, I think. Um, recently that show and Mark, you're actually going to be shocked was the OC. I never watched the OC until 2021. That's insane. And I do feel like that is the difference in our ages though. Like we're pretty close in age, but I'm, I'm four years older than you, I think. And that is the difference between like, it was popular when I was a teenager, but you were like, you know, I was 13, you were like nine. So like by the time the show was over, young. yeah, you were, you missed it. But, but if you were like two years, you know, older, I think you would have probably watched at the time. But yeah, that does make sense. I understand and so that. for me, it was like One Tree Hill, Smallville, Gilmore Girls, that kind of stuff. And for you, you were kind of on the front well, end. Well, I was like, One Tree Hill too, but yeah, yeah Gilmore Girls was a little bit it was a little bit past that so yeah that's a and then also, you were more of like Dawson's Creek OC like well Dawson's Creek was before my time so it's like oh, I feel really? like the, yeah yeah I never watched that was like when I was like seven or eight so it's really just the OC that was kind of the first show of its kind that was kind of at, at the time where I cared about it yeah well I just watched the OC for the first time last year I was very late to the game but it's very and it, it was great right it was so good until the very end. The end got weird, but the first yeah. few seasons were the dramatic seasons were really good. I have, I have a, a, an unpopular opinion on that too. I actually like the last season as one of my favorites. When when yeah, because I like Marissa was just the worst. I was glad she wasn't in it. She was awful, Marissa. terrible actress, awful. And Chris Pratt was in the last season, so that was fun. That's true. That is that is very true. I forget about that. Um, what have you been late to the game on recently, though? I have a recent one too, but that that yeah. throwback one. So there's two. So there's one I just like. I started watching, and I like it. it. I was never against it, but I just started watching Ozark. It's just a good show. I really like it. Everyone told me it's good. I think it got so much. I'm like, and it's not like you said. It's not quite my style. I'm not into like drug shows or whatever. Um, but it's I, I really like it. It's good. I'm on season three now. I'm, I'm almost done. So I know that the season four first came out, and then the one that I actually was late to the game. Well. There's a couple. Sopranos, I was super late to the game. I was like 20 years late to the game. I still but haven't watched that and I really want to. It's so fantastic. It's like, <laughs> that's not the kind of show I would normally like. I don't like mob shows. That's nothing. And it was, again, I was too young when it came out. Yeah. And I probably wouldn't have been allowed to watch it anyway. Right. But it, it's a great show. It's fantastic. And then um, the one that I was late on, but I wish I didn't watch it all, was Breaking Bad. I was 
three, two, three, four, five years late. I was kind of started watching was like on the last season. It's not that good. It's very mediocre show. That's my unpopular opinion. I've never watched that. That and Sons of Anarchy were two shows that I keep hearing about. And the Mad Men. Those are three that people talk about that I've never seen. And then I feel Sons like of I've Anarchy heard. was very good as again as somebody who's maybe we don't have the same taste, but we're not into like motorcycle gang stuff. So I think that if I liked it, you probably would. It's okay. like the Sopranos too. It's it's these ideas of these things that we're not normally into, but it's pretty good. Breaking Bad was just super mediocre, and I've not seen Mad Men either. But same same thing. I've heard about it so much. I watched a few episodes of Breaking Bad. And my anxiety was off the charts, and so I need to I need to probably right. not do that. Um, Succession was one that I was late to the game on. It just came out with season three, and I just tore through it in like a week. I thought it was so good. So I'm not there yet. People can tell me I would like it. Apparently, especially with our jobs, we'd really like it. Yes. I have still not watched it yet. I I will. I, I will probably watch it. It might be another year or two, though. If you think it's worth it, maybe I'll watch it. But I thought it was incredible. I literally tore through it. I could not go to sleep at night. I was texting um, like Justin and Stephanie in our little group. And I was like, guys, I'm not even sleeping. I'm watching Succession so much. It was so good. That's like kind of loosely based on Fox News, right? Isn't that kind yes. of like the idea? It's like not exactly based on it. It's like a different story, but like the premise is on that. Right, exactly. Um, but it's it's really good. I really enjoyed it. I can't wait for the next season. The last season left you on a real cliffhanger, which is always good. Um, I can't wait for the next season to come out. But that was one that uh, my friends have talked about for years and people kept telling me for years, you especially, you would love this show. And I just yeah. never did it. And then I took the plunge. I will say the first few episodes, that's, that's the thing about some of these shows is I watched the first episode of Ozark and it freaked me out and I haven't been able to watch it again. Succession, it took like two or three episodes to really understand what was going on because the dialogue is so fast that, but once I got into it, I was like, oh, I'm fully committed mind, body, soul, and spirit to this show. I feel like that's what people say about this show is that just the dialogue's too fast for them to follow. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what people say about, do they like relate us to Succession? Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, (laughs) Before we go, do I give one shout out? This is a shout out I'll never give probably ever again. The city of San Francisco great job they were called three school board members by like 75 percent of the vote uh people have just done the most insane things and like a crazy liberal city um did the right thing and, and I, I think you had to give them credit for that because as awful as they are in so many ways and it's it's and again even the democratic mayor of london breed was was against these school board members so give the democrats in san francisco credit for at least stopping the most insane part of, of their party Okay, well, San Francisco, a one and one time and one time only shout out for San Francisco and uh, them actually doing something. It will right. definitely be the last time. Everything else they do is hard. Yeah, but first time, last time. Just, yeah, but but when they do something right, we want to thank them. Same thing as the city council, which is right about one in a million times too. But we want exactly. to say great job, thank you, and like honestly, it's so good to see that people can get past political parties and say like this is just not okay. Love to see it. Roll Tide. Well, thanks for listening this week. And uh, if you're interested, check out Twitter. Just look up London Breed on Twitter. And she's issued a bunch of statements on what's going on um, and read more about it. But kudos to Sam. While not wearing a mask. While not wearing a mask. Important. Important to note there. Congratulations to the Rams. Congratulations to San Francisco. Wow. Big week for California. And uh, we'll see you guys next week.